welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight Special Edition. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Pam. Hello, Dawn. How are you? Oh, you did that so well. You did that so well. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's um, I'm so excited to be here today, as I know you are, because we have such a special show in store. We don't call it a special edition for nothing, you know. Exactly, exactly. And if you haven't listened before, you'll find out in a minute why. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know, this is kind of a um, a repeat performance of sorts. We have a wonderful guest that we had the opportunity to recently speak with for the second time. And in fact, this time, he reached out to us and said, hey, you want to have me on and let's talk about this great movie I'm going to be in? I'm just joking. He did reach out to us, though. And um, so we, Pam and I were just elated that George Stoltz, yes, the one and only George Stoltz, he contacted us. And, um, of course, we said yes, because anytime we have a chance to talk with George, it's like talking to an old friend. You know, we always have so much fun with him, don't we? It, he's just he's I just awesome. adore him. I know we both do. It's like talking to an old friend is the perfect thing to say about him. Um, you know, not only is he creatively artistic and great at what he does, but oh my gosh, he is so down to earth. I uh, we need yeah. to move by him and just be neighbors. That's it. <laughs> Real indeed. He is just amazing. And so we had the distinct honor of not only speaking to him last year about two great movies that he filmed, but this year we are so excited. He is going to be in Staging Christmas. He's starring in that coming up on Friday, November 29th at 8 Eastern 7 Central, opposite of Soleil Moon Fry, and you might remember her as the one and only Punky Brewster from Days Gone By, and he told us, by the way, a little side note, that she is doing a reboot of that show, so that's kind of cool and exciting, but anyway, that movie, we have seen the previews, as I know many of you have. And it looks like it's going to be a great movie. So we had a great time talking with him about it and a few other wonderful things, too, as you'll get to hear very shortly. But, um, Pam, I just don't know. You just can't say enough about George. He's just an awesome human being. You know it. Um, We welcome him every time he has a project coming up because we love talking to him. That's it, plain and simple. There's not any more you can say about it other than that. He's just he's just an awesome individual. Well, we are very, very excited to bring you, without further ado, our great and amazing interview with Mr. George Stoltz. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. This is George Stoltz, and you're listening to Pam and Don. Thank you so much, George, for calling in for us. Second interview. You must like us. Yeah, I must. What's, what's the deal here? <laughs> you guys make fun of me. <laughs> we could we could do this anytime you like. We love having you. It was such a blast talking to you last time. We never laughed so much. I tell you, you're one funny dude. Well, I had a great time too. I'm just sad that the one Christmas movie we were talking about never came to but who knows maybe it will 
Yeah, we got our fingers crossed. Like I told you, there's no canceling Christmas movies. They have to be aired one way or another, and that's all there is to it. So, mm-hmm. but, but I did watch A Kiss on Candy Cane Lane. I absolutely loved it. And it was a bring-your-tissues kind of movie, heartwarming and heartbreaking. And this is my take on it, reconnecting with family, discovering old love, misunderstandings, losing someone special, a happy ending in more ways than one. And I won't tell everything in detail because we need people to watch it. Exactly. Anything you'd like to add to that? <laughs> uh, yes, I, have, I had a great time. Well, I always have a great time working as an actor, and I'm very fortunate and lucky to do so when I do. But uh, the part I enjoyed the most was working with uh, the director, Stephanie McBain, because she is very good at what she does, and she's fun to be directed by. But I get made fun of by all my friends and family because every TV movie or Christmas movie I've done, they always give me a, what they call, friends and family call, a dorky comb-over where I'm clean-shaven. Oh. Just <laughs> on Candy Cane Lane is actually what I look like in real life compared to all the other ones because I had a little bit of facial hair and... The stud who did my hair uh, didn't want the comb over, and she made it look thick and luscious. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah. Well, Don but has a name a, for that comb over, too, so. Oh, I do? I don't know. I don't. You tell me, Pam. Didn't you call it the 50s hairstyle or something because we were talking I can't about remember. another? Probably at some in some conversation we've had, but you know, I I was I will say this, George, Pam and I have talked about this, and it's like I have said it in, on more than one occasion. I do not understand why, especially in the Christmas movies, why the guys their hair is always styled that way. It's like bring them up to speed, it, you know, make them 2019 relevant. Give them the five o'clock shadow. Give them the you know the 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 2019 hairstyle I mean come on you know and whereas the girls you know their hair looks what I call normal so I don't understand why they do that to the guys it's like don't do that you know I mean we get it they're wholesome they're supposed to play wholesome roles and good guy roles but you know they can you can mess your hair up and have a little clean um, you know five o'clock shadow it'll be okay I mean (laughs) it'll be okay but They have a formula, and they're very successful with that formula. So mm-hmm. who are who am I to talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a good point. You got a good point. Um, you know, and so, but uh, well, you you're just great in however you look in the movies. Pam and I, you know, have we're just such big fans, and no matter what you're doing, it doesn't matter if you're clean shaven or not. You're always on point, and your acting is stellar. So. Oh. Stop it, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to. What has been your most memorable fan encounter? Uh, ooh, that's that's a tough one to remember and choose one because 
for many years I was on a TV show, Seventh Heaven, and the WB slash CW sent the new guy all over the United States to these major cities to promote for the network and the show, Seventh Heaven. So I would get to go to these major malls and do meet and greets and sign autographs, and it was always, you know, nice to see how happy these folks were when you would get your picture taken and sign an autograph to them. And then, you know, there's that show was, you know, a lot of families watched it together and probably still do. So when you have an entire family come up to get their picture taken with you, that was pretty uh, special, seeing how happy you made them. But mm. oh, there's one particular one. I've had some disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> get it off your chest, George. Get it off your chest. Oh, We're yeah. here for you. <laughs> I'll have to DM you guys and tell you the story because, or text you because there's one in particular that's amazing. Okay, oh. that's a deal. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, what director or actor, actress are you a fan of that you go out of your way to watch? Uh, let's see. I mean, in the past several years, I've been addicted to like these documentaries and podcasts, especially like the crime related ones. Mm-hmm. There's one on Net- there's a show on Netflix called Cold Case Files, I believe. Oh, it's so disturbing. And you guys know what a cold case is. Oh yeah. 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 So but these are cold cases that they actually end up solving many, many years later. And they're, it's fantastic. I'm addicted to it. But uh, actor, actress-wise, that I or a director or a director. I mean, let's be honest. I'm not an artsy guy. So anybody that loves doing what they do and having a good time while they're doing it, on will work with. <laughs> mm. But I'm not one of those guys who is a character actor and takes it so seriously that he can't enjoy himself on set every day. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll, that'll never be me. I'm always going to be uh, the guy who is trying to enjoy himself on set at all costs. Well, yes, and that is very evident when we see you on screen. You are definitely... You know, it comes through. It it definitely resonates. Now, from a personal perspective, what are three things on your bucket list? Ooh. That is uh, interesting you ask that because uh, a buddy of mine, two buddies of mine want to do a bucket list show and have chatted with me about possibly being a host. And there are tons of things that I'd like to do, but one is go to uh, Bora Bora, mm-hmm. because when I first got in the entertainment industry, one of the first major things I booked was a uh, Liz Claiborne campaign called uh, uh, Bora Bora. And so you would think you would shoot that there, but I think it, in order to save money, we shot it in Hawaii, but it looked just like it did in Bora Bora. 
anyway, ever since then, I've wanted to go visit there and anywhere near there and scuba dive and uh, just enjoy myself there. But also, I want to go to Australia because I'm an animal lover and they have all kinds of amazing animals there that we don't have here. And then uh, I would like to go back to uh, South Africa on safari. Those three things are top of my list. Oh, wow. Those are all great things, by the way. I think everybody has a bucket list, and it's just always everybody has their own things. And, uh, you know, that's interesting. I would love to travel the world someday, too. Not go to every single place, but there are a lot of places I'd like to see as well. Yeah, of course. And in my opinion, I've been fortunate enough to travel a decent amount, and I think it only makes us better human mammals when we do travel and experience what other folks experience. Uh, I think it just makes us better humans all around. And I I have to think that on most people's bucket list, traveling is going to be one of the main things because I know it's on mine. Um, The only thing is I'm a bad flyer. I'm the person that you sit next to that is digging her fingernails in your hand when we have turbulence. (laughs) 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 So I I don't know if I'd survive a trip to Australia because that's like, what, 19 hours or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but when I flew with my brother and a group of friends from here to New York, New York to London, London to Cape Town, South Africa years ago, that was brutal. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's people who do it all the time. I'm just one of those guys that I love the, like, adrenaline stuff, so when there is turbulence, I enjoy it. It's like being on a roller coaster ride. Is that after like five martinis, or it's just normal for you? <laughs> no, that's, that's normal, complete soberness for me. <laughs> and I can ima- I, I can imagine what you'd be like after five martinis then. <laughs> oh, I love martinis too. Vodka martinis. Mm. Yep. Thank you. You can have mine. Uh, I can do a cosmopolitan, but I can't do a martini straight up, you know, like that. Well, yeah, it's pretty much pure vodka, right? It is. I used to be a bartender, so, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Brother and I used to be caterers, and we would sometimes bartend, but, you know, not full bars. It was easy bartending, and we still were terrible at it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you stick with beer and wine, you'll be fine, as they say. (laughs) So with Thanksgiving around the corner, what are you most thankful for? Well, always around this time of year when the holidays kick in full year, uh, if you're lucky enough to spend time with your loved ones, your family and friends, then uh, you are winning on all levels, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But not all of that fortunate. So, right. Uh, but uh, when that happens, and I come from a pretty close uh, 
knit family, even though, you know, as you age, people spread out and get further and further away, you know, living their lives. So it's hard to get together as much, but yeah, if you can uh, spend the holidays with your loved ones, then you are winning. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, speaking of holidays, we are so excited and thankful to see you in Staging Christmas coming up on Lifetime. Uh, and can you share a little about your character and the movie without giving too much away? Yeah, how do I not give too much away? All right, number right. one, fortunate to get to work with uh, Soleil Moon Fry. I'm sure you two know some of, something about her and her oh, yeah. work. Uh yeah, so got to work with her. It's her very first Christmas movie, so she was ridiculously excited. But uh, her, she's the lead, and her character is a, uh, they call it stager. She stages homes, her character does in the movie. And her character and my character, Everett, meet, and then, and I'm a, a guy who's a widow, widow or widower, widow, widower. I can't remember which. Who lost widower, widower is a guy. Wid- yeah, Everett's a widower, and uh, <laughs> so he lost his wife, and he's got a daughter. So now he's a single father, and he meets uh, Soleil and Fry's character, uh, Lori, and they hit it off, and he asks her to stage his place. Which will help him and his daughter, who are adjusting to life without his daughter's mom and his wife, and they end up hitting it off and falling for each other, and lots of other good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I one thing I want to say before Dawn makes her comment about the movie and that is uh, we were um, talking about Soleil. Okay, and and you in staging Christmas before the show, and uh-huh. I'm going to I'm going to give it to Dawn because her and I always have um, these certain <laughs> words that we say differently. With her being from the South and me being from the Midwest or up north, how she says, um, <laughs> and and we were unsure exactly about Soleil's name, how to pronounce it, because I've heard it. Soleil, but I've also heard it's Soleil, and so I went with Soleil, and she went with Soleil, and we're like going back and forth on it, and so <laughs> now we know that this time Dawn was correct in her southern chart. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it here first that she's admitting <laughs> I was right. This is awesome. <laughs> Oh my and, gosh. <laughs> yeah. and I, I have so, to ask you, George, how do you say the word M A Y O N A I S E? How do you oh, say you that did word? Not say there. You I did just not say there. <laughs> I got to hear him say it. How do you say that word? It's when I was growing up in Michigan and then Colorado, we would call it mayonnaise. But Mayonnaise? Shoot, I don't even know now. You you just got in my head about. It. Let's just call it mayonnaise. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, George. Now this is a 
joke between Pam and I, just so you know. We're not trying to trip you up, but she's she's trying to prove a point is what she's trying to do. Um, so how do you say it again? How do you say it? I think I said mayonnaise growing up. May- Yay, ding, ding, ding. George yeah, but he also said mayonnaise, so there you go. So we're both yeah, right. Really? Just The reason why we brought that up is because, uh, in case you haven't noticed, I have a very thick southern dialect, and so I say things here that are far different than what she says there in Chicago, and we're always having fun, and it's just interesting that depending upon where you're located geographically will depend on how you pronounce certain terms, and so yeah, I'm, I'm... I've always said mayonnaise. I've never said mayonnaise. You know, she's trying to let me do the three-syllable thing. I'm like, no, in the South, we only need two. What are you talking about, mayonnaise? And, and the whole reason why we got on to that topic was because of that crazy meme that's circulating social media with the two, with the blonde and the brunette and the cat. I know you've seen them, where the blonde is like these – two angry chicks and they're like calling out this term and the cat will come back with an alternate version and there's tons of them floating around so we got onto that the other day and then somehow out of it we got into this conversation about the correct proper pronunciation of mayonnaise so there you have it it. those uh memes are all over the place right now it's crazy it is crazy it is crazy that's Um, pretty funny Mhm. Yeah. Well, since we asked you our Christmas lightning round questions this last the last time you were here, we have a new set of questions for you. Um nope. we have no we have no shortage of lightning round questions. So we've got some new ones and these are not Christmas related by the way. So these are kind of uh, more generic and they're no wrong answers. So we would love for you to play along again. Excellent. Let's do this. All right. Well, first off, early bird or night owl? Uh, I'm more of a night owl these days, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. All righty. Your favorite it's college. It's because of those crime documentaries and those. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, I and messaging me in the middle of the night, too. So there you go. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> right, Watching I was a crime. Trying to sleep, and you guys keep harassing me. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and how effective would watching a crime drama be if you watched it during the day? You know, it's, it just seems like it fits with watching in the evening anyway. And um, so, there you have it. Well, what is your favorite college football team? Well, right now, I love watching Clemson, um, but growing up, my favorite team was University of Michigan and or Michigan State University because my brother and I were both born in Detroit, Michigan, and we had family that went to both schools, and we went to University of Michigan football and wrestling camp, and he went to football and basketball camp, so... Yeah, we have tons of family that went to those Michigan schools, and we follow them. But for the past decade, I've been following uh, Clemson football. I don't even know how that got started. I can't remember. 
you're getting down here in my neck of the woods now, you know. I mean, Clemson yeah. is an awesome team, you know, been a part of the ACC forever. And, of course, I'm a Carolina Tar Heels girl. So, But somehow I knew you were going to say Michigan. I knew that that was going to be one of your faves. Um, um, all right, next question, beach or mountains? I, I love them both. Uh, but I think because of my childhood experience in Colorado, I got to go with mountains. Mm. All right. Dogs or cats? Again, love them both, but I've always been a, a canine lover to the next level. Mm-hmm. To the next level. How many dogs do you have? Well, currently I'm the uncle to three uh, maniacs. A Newfoundland, <laughs> Newfoundland Truman, uh, and he's our buddy Ari's dog. And when Ari can't take care of him, I take care of him. And then my girlfriend's pit bull she rescued, Pee Wee. And then my brother's dog, Walter P. Sherman, who's got his own Instagram account and is a complete maniac, just like his uncle. Ah. Uh. Well, it's nice that you get to at least spend some time since you don't have one of your own right now. Oh, yeah. No, I literally go back and forth between Pee Wee and Walter every day. So <laughs> yeah, I spend time with him, trust me. Well, last but not least, home-cooked meal or dining out? I love a solid home-cooked meals, but Ever since I've been in Hollywood, which is now way too long, I eat out way too often. Way mm. too often. Yeah. Yeah, but there's nothing beats a uh, home-cooked meal. Like last year we went home for Christmas to spend it with my mom and dad, and uh, they spoiled the sheep out of us with amazing home-cooked meals. Oh. Man, that was great. Oh, yeah, and there's nothing like home-cooking. Mama's home cooking. And bonus question for you. What is your favorite food to eat at Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, I mean, there's too much food. There's too much to choose from, but everybody yeah. has that favorite thing, you know? My mom makes this amazing mushroom soup that I absolutely love. And I got to go with that, even though there's so many great options. But oh, yeah. mashed potatoes as well. Uh, very good. <laughs> and we want to thank you so much for calling in and joining us again. Um, we we absolutely adore talking to you, and we were talking about that earlier, that you're one of our favorites because you're so much fun, you're so sweet, you're so down to earth, and we appreciate that. Well, thank you, ladies. Don't blame me. Blame my parents. They raised me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't, we're not blaming. We're thank. We're thanking. <laughs> Jesus. Well, thank you, Don, for having me again. You're very welcome. And we want to say happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And if we don't talk before Christmas, happy holidays to you as well. Yes, ladies, right back at you. Happy holidays, and I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you. 
Hey guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.